welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Maddie. My name is Vivian. And you are listening to episode 57. We're going to go straight into our news firstly. Vivian, what have you got? So our first story today is coming from Music Feeds written by Laura English, and it says, Dixie Chicks changed their name to The Chicks and release protest song. U.S. country music trio Dixie Chicks have changed their name to The Chicks due to racist connotations with the word Dixie. The name change follows an article which called on the trio to change it due to the connotations. Variety published an article citing Lady A's name change, formerly known as Lady Antebellum, and saying it was time Dixie Chicks rethought their name as well. Quote, Regardless of its origin, for many black people, it conjures a time and place of bondage, said Variety's Jeremy Helligar. If a Dixie-loving southerner today insists the word merely represents a deep appreciation of their homeland, they're probably white. The trio then changed their name to The Chicks, promptly updating it on all online platforms. In a statement, The Chicks said, quote, A sincere and heartfelt thank you goes out to The Chicks of New Zealand for their gracious gesture in allowing us to share their name. We, in- we are honoured to coexist together in the world with these exceptionally talented sisters, Chicks Rock. As well as the name change, today they've released a new single, March March. It's a song that pays tribute to the power of protesting while the clip shows powerful footage of different rallies over the years. So you can watch that clip in the article, which we'll link down below. The Chick's new album, Gaslighter, is due out Friday the 17th of July. So far, we've heard the title track and Juliana Calm Down. So, yeah. I think it's good on them for changing it, because obviously... I'm not 100% sure of, of where Dixie comes from. Yeah, um, I'll me have too. to like look into that, but I'm sure obviously if it if it has already brought up some, you know, negative connotations, I think it's about time, you know, they change it. So, good yeah. on them for that and for Lady Antebellum too when they did theirs. Yeah, I agree. And I I love just how quickly, I guess, they sort of did it because, you know, especially to reach out to as it was mentioned as a New Zealand um, band also called the Chicks and for them to reach out to them first to make sure that's all okay, copyright and everything. So it's good that they've sort of put those steps in and now yeah. they've come to this. So Yeah. Have you heard their new song? Uh, no, I haven't listened to the protest song, but I really should listen to it because I've, as you guys I know, feel- <laughs> I feel like you like it. As you guys know, I've been a fan of the two songs from their new album. So I should definitely listen to it. But, um, but yeah, so that is our first story for today. Maddie, what's our second story? Alrighty, so our second story is coming from Billboard, written by Ashley E.S. Simone, and it says, Rolling Stones protest Trump using their music at rally threaten lawsuit. So the Rolling Stones are, quote, taking further steps to stop Donald Trump from playing their music at his rallies after using You Can't Always Get What You Want in Tulsa, Oklahoma on June 20. In a statement on Saturday, June 27, A rep for the Stones said the band's legal team is working with performing rights organisation BMI, who notified the president's campaign that the use of their songs is unauthorised and would, quote, constitute a breach of its licensing agreement. Further use would face a lawsuit for breaking the embargo and playing music that has not been licensed. Quote, this could be the last time Trump uses any Jagger slash Richard songs on his campaigns, the statement read. As Tulsa Word reported, You Can't Always Get What You Want was played as Trump left the stage at his recent rally at the city's BOK Centre. The band has objected Trump's use of their music since his presidential campaign in 2016 when he made use of several of their songs. So, there you go. 
Oh gosh, yeah. Look, it's really good that, and and then it's happened a lot over the years. I know Trump has used so many people's music, and they've all like yeah, which is been so outspoken against. So them. good to see, like that these bands have they straight away come out as well and say no, yeah. this was not authorized. We do not support him. So it's good that they've actually want to take it even further than that. I think. Yeah, lawsuit. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Because like, I understand. You know, like. Because music is obviously such a huge part of, you know, society and, mm. like, saying things like, you know, we've had, like, you know, things come a long way with, like, protest music and all the rest of it. And I think when you associate a song with, like, a presidential campaign, it definitely sets the tone, I think. For and sure. so you have to, you know, if if Trump is not who you are, like, on board with, you need to, like, speak out ASAP because you don't want your music associated with someone you know, who you don't believe in. So I think it's yeah. good on them for, like, jumping on it so quick and saying, look, clearing this up, <laughs> do not support him, haven't ever supported him, please don't ever use our music again because we don't like it. So good yes. on them for maybe, like, going further with it. We'll see how it goes. Mm. But, yeah, what is our last news story, Vivian? So our last story today comes from NME, written by Jackson Langford, and it says, Justin Bieber files $20 million defamation lawsuit over sexual assault allegations. So it says, Justin Bieber is suing two social media users after they accused him of sexual assault online in 2014 and in 2015, respectively. According to Pitchfork, Bieber's claim against both accusers named Danielle and Caddy is that they, quote, fraudulently schemed to seek attention and fame by maliciously posting despicable, blatantly false, fabricated, defamatory accusations that Justin Bieber engaged in sexual assault. The suit also claimed that, quote, it is abundantly clear that these two individuals are trying to capitalise on the climate of fear permeating the entertainment industry. The allegation surfaced on Twitter earlier this week with Bieber responding with a series of tweets saying that he was planning to take legal action. Quote, every claim of sexual abuse should be taken very seriously and this is why my response was needed. However, this story is factually impossible and that is why I'll be working with Twitter and authorities to take legal action. Bieber also tweeted a bunch of receipts and bookings that he claimed meant Danielle's allegation could not be true. The suit also claims that Bieber has, quote, indisputable documentary evidence to disprove the plaintiff's outrageous fabricated lies. So there's that. Um, I think this has been sort of a big thing, um, obviously, in history, obviously, with me, the Me Too movement a few years ago. But in the past week or so, there's been a lot on Twitter coming out with... Um, mm sexual abuse allegations against many different people in the entertainment industry. Yeah, I think like, obviously I don't know who's right and who's wrong in this situation but I think what it comes down to is that claims like this, like it, you, you can't make light of this sort of stuff so if they are, if the girls are making it up just for attention it really like, I don't agree with it all. I think it's quite disgusting that they're doing it but then on the same side like if they are telling the truth I think it's you know good on them for speaking up and all the rest of it I just obviously I don't know the facts and I don't know what's going on so obviously I can't speak on the situation very much but yeah I just hope that it's you know not in good like all in good faith or you know whatever it is yeah yeah and I and I think I completely agree with that I think you know if they are lying and just sort of doing this for attention, it just takes away from the real victims. Yeah. It takes their voices away, which I think is absolutely horrifying. But again, we just don't know. 
Um, so I guess, you know, if this if there's an update with this story, we'll definitely keep you updated. But um, for now, that brings us to the end of this week's news segment. So before we talk about our songs, we encourage you guys to pause the podcast, go down to the, the description and click either the Spotify or YouTube playlist so you can listen to the song so you don't get lost when we mention a specific thing or not. So we'll start with song of the week. Maddie, kick us off. Alrighty, so my song of the week this week is called Only a Fool, um, and it's by Galantis featuring Shipwreck and Pink Sweats. So this song, it's really fun. That's really like the best way to describe it. It's such a fun song. So I think honestly the best part for me is like the intro. Yes. I love, I love the intro so much. So it starts out with this really cool like funky piano um, line that's sort of like like you'll find that goes throughout the whole song and it's just really like rhythmic it's like not anything special it's not anything too complicated it's just really simple um but really like punchy and it sort of like sets the tone for like the rest of the song and there's also these like really cool sort of um percussion elements that are like mm. thrown throughout it too like there's this weird like I have no idea what the instrument is, and you'll you'll know what I'm talking about, sort of. But it's like one of those things. It's one of those like wooden percussion instruments yes. that when you sort of like twirl it around, it makes like a weird like because it's like wooden. Yeah, it's like this crackling. You know how you had those like frogs that you would like scratch on their back? Yeah, it would make this weird sort of like sound. Anyway, it's kind of like that. This 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 is really <laughs> dumb. This is like. Like exhibit A of why you need to listen to the songs before we talk about them because I've got no idea how to describe this sound. But it comes throughout the whole thing and it's really, really cool. It's like this weird little tidbit that sort of like gives it that extra element of like interest and whatever. Mm. And then also, like there's, you can't really hear it unless you sort of listen out for it, but there's this weird sort of like swooshing, like siren-y sound too in the background as well, which is really, really cool. Um, but yeah, this song is really, really funky, really upbeat. Um, Pink Sweat's vocal line, he does the vocal line. Um, really, really amazing. Um, when he sort of like goes into his higher register and stuff, cause that happens a lot, like the way that the melody is sort of like mm. planned out. Um, he sort of kind of sounds like, gives me like Khalid vibes. Yeah, actually but that's not a good comparison. like, yeah. So sort of picture that, um, if you've heard Khalid sing, I'm, I'm hoping you have because yes. he's like a decent, very yeah, popular. decent popularity. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and then Shipwreck are like a house music sort of duo, um, so they obviously helped with the production and stuff with Galantis and stuff like that. And you can really tell because it's sort of this mishmash of like you know house, but then also sort of like infused with a lot of pop elements, which is what sort of Galantis is is known for they sort of strive to you know be in this sort of like edm pop scene rather than sort of strictly like house music Mm. but yeah overall i think it's just a really really fun song and i just want to like dance to it every time i put it on which is why it's my song of the week because i feel like (laughs) playing it in the car to like pump me up before i go to work (laughs) we all need that song i know exactly we all need it and it gives me like a little bit of fun and something to like look forward to before i get out of the car so yeah, that is that is what I think about it. What yeah. do you reckon? I I really love how fun it is. I think what sort of um caught caught my ear, haha, is the fact <laughs> that in this sort of like I guess it's called a drop, but it's like a musical breakdown sort yeah. of thing. <clears throat> it's like there's this really cool I'm assuming it's some sort of horn. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. 
and it's just it's so it's just like two sharp notes and it's so yeah it is it's literally it (laughs) It, that's it but it's so it caught me off guard so much that i was like the first time i heard it i was just like this is cool like this is a really different way to sort of introduce like this sort of music breakdown like it's different but like it sort of very fits into like the funky vibe of this song and i was like this is fun i love it yeah yeah i think yeah the main the main takeaway i think from this song is that it's yeah it's just a whole bunch of fun and it's just really really awesome Mm. just like sort of lifts your spirits which is nice Mm. so yeah that is my song of the week this week it's only a fool by galantis featuring shipwreck and pink sweats vivian what is your song of the week so my song of the week this week is Parasite Eve by Bring Me the Horizon. So this has been... Could I'm, we have seen this coming? <laughs> really? I'm so excited to talk about this song, guys. <laughs> so they released this song just a few days ago. Um, and if you guys are fans of the band, um, you would have seen that over the past maybe month or so, they've actually been doing a lot of at-home videos where they've sort of shown the recording process of not just this song, but... I guess songs from their upcoming albums. They've said actually that they're gonna like release quite a few projects this year and next year, which I'm really keen to hear. But yeah, this song was made entirely in quarantine, which is awesome when you hear it because wow. the way that they've put it together is so interesting. But to the actual song itself, um, it's so it's such a timely song and it's so interesting to me because so Parasite Eve it talks about um talk like what we're going through right now in in the world at the moment and Mm. not just like with coronavirus but obviously what that brings and the effects of that so there's a really cool line in it that says when we forget the infection will we remember the lesson and that i wasn't listening to the lyrics (laughs) at all while i was like while you were playing it i was just kind of like ah okay yep (laughs) because yeah like in that line itself really sort of sums up this entire song because it's sort of discussing like how we can move forward from this in a positive way what can we learn from this and in terms of the music and the instrumentation it is classic bring me the horizon it's actually very similar i would say to ludens which i talked about on the podcast um a few that episodes ago. That was a ago. while ago. Hey. Yeah. Wow. I think it was the end of last year. Yeah. Yeah, because it was yeah, because it. it was like on the NRL yes. ad or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a while ago. It was a while ago, yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, so it's very um similar to that in the sense that it is heavy. It's definitely got the heavy, like the the overdrive, the sort of harsh vocals. I will say though that Ollie Sykes, um, as a lead singer, his, he's, I've talked about it on the podcast before, his voice has gone through a lot, and in their last album, he did, was a lot more toned down because he, his voice was injured from all the screaming, but he's been slowly coming back to it, which I think is really good, because it's such, like, a signature thing for him, Mm. and, yeah, so it's very harsh, but at the same time, it's sort of got these, like, electronic EDM sort of vibes to it, which they've been playing with a little bit. But my absolute favourite part of the song is, of course, the breakdown. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> There's honestly, like, I all I need to say is that it is so just... So fitting with the tone of this song and what the message is. And especially because um, the line sort of going into the breakdown and into every chorus is this is... 
this is a war and um it's so like intense when it gets into the <laughs> breakdown but it's so good and yeah i just i'm so excited to see what other music they come out with especially from quarantine because it's so well put together yeah i mean this so- i was actually quite enjoying yay listening to this like <laughs> I, I i quite liked it which is something that you know i don't i don't normally do with bring me the horizon but i think the fact that they've sort of like you know incorporated those electronic elements that they're sort of trying to do a lot more often these mm. days um i think it sort of yeah it definitely adds something extra to sort of like the heaviness that is sort of you know very um very apparent in this type of music and i think it's it's really worked out in their favor i think um and yeah i was actually quite enjoying listening to the song and i was like bopping along to the chorus and like getting into it but then yeah like the breakdown obviously like wasn't wasn't my favorite uh let's just leave it at that but yeah no i i think it was yeah overall like a really really good song and i think i really i really enjoyed it listening to it that's awesome yeah so please i'm be so keen to hear what you guys think of it especially all those bring me the horizon fans out there i'd love to have a conversation about it so that is my song of the week this week parasite eve by bring me the horizon so now we will go into under a rock and i'll kick us off for this one so my under a rock this week is easy peasy by kurt travis this is drastically different from oh, my yeah. song <laughs> completely different says it all in the title yeah. it is very easy peasy <laughs> um So what I really enjoy about this song is that when it starts, it's, there's this really cool percussive uh, beat that comes in. It's a little bit complicated though. It's not like a straight sort of drum um, fill that you kind of hear typically, but then you hear the beautiful guitar come in Mm. and that sort of just sets the tone for the entire song. It's just, it's got this really cool effect on it as well that makes it so chill but like I said, the percussion is really interesting, I think, for what this song kind of is. But um, the cool thing about this one in particular is the lyrics are very... So the song is called Easy Peasy, and the song talks about sort of how to get yourself through a tough time in your life. And in the chorus, he specifically sings, wake up, baby, let's get ready. That's what I tell myself every morning when I wake up that's sort of what and I love that Mm. it's sort of like a mantra like sort of that's how the chorus sort of it keeps repeating that line over and over again and in a way it sort of like feels like that's what he's telling himself over and over which I think is cool um but another thing that I'm a big fan of in this song is the vocal layering I think it's done really well especially because towards the end of the song there's this really cool um sort of like back and forth and it's sort of just the song just drops off at the end with some layering and it's so out of nowhere mm. that you're like oh the song's ended okay cool um but yeah like it's such a chill song i'd be really keen to listen to his other stuff i'm pretty sure he's uh he's a part of a few bands as well so i'd like to listen to him in those contexts as well but yeah, yeah. i really like speaking of the ending i yeah. literally like the last the first thing i said after it finished was like oh i like that yeah <laughs> I really liked the ending. Um, but yeah, it was such such a cool, chill song. And what you were saying about the lyrics, like in the chorus, is it was like a repetitive sort of mantra thing. I mm. love I love when artists sort of use that kind of like word play yeah. in and like relate it to how like the music sits around it and how everything sort of works in context. I just love 
you know, how intelligent, like intelligent writing like that just really makes a song. And I absolutely like appreciate it so much. For sure. I agree. Yeah. And I think you wouldn't be able to pick up on that if you didn't sort of like hone in on the lyrics a little bit more, because like I said, the guitar is so like prominent throughout, like it might be sort of hard to pick up, but yeah, like you said, it's so, it's such intelligent writing. So, um, that is my Under a Rock this week, Easy Peasy by Kurt Travis. Maddie, over to you. Alrighty, my Under a Rock this week is called Yesteryear by Cosmos Midnight. Um, so a lot of you around probably know who Cosmos Midnight yes. are. You've probably seen them at a lot of festivals. Um, they're definitely very, very popular. Um, they are they are twins from Sydney, which is really cool. Very cool. So love that Australian artist. Um, but yeah, so I'd never really heard of their music. I'd heard the name thrown around here and there. And then this song sort of came off my Discover Weekly and I was like, oh, okay. I, I'm finally like, yeah, given a chance to sort of like listen to it. I was like, I may as well take it. But yeah, I am quite impressed with this song. I really, really like it. I think, um, what did you, who did you reckon it sounded like again? I, it's for me, they kind of remind me of Jamiroquai a little bit. Yeah. Um, just with like the funky sort of vibes that they got I going think, on. I think, yeah, the thing that I really, really like about it is that it does have a very sort of like funk yes. influence. I don't know if that's like throughout like the rest of their music, but definitely in this song, it comes out a lot. And I think it's, for me, they sort of like give me like Tame Impala vibes. Yep. But yeah, definitely with sure. a lot more funk influence. And I think this this song is really, really groovy. And I really love like the guitar throughout it. And then also there's this really awesome bass line. Yes. That sort of you can hear a lot in the beginning. Um obviously it's still there throughout the song, but it's definitely a lot more prominent in like the first half before all of the sort of like layering and stuff like sort of builds to like throughout the song. But I really, really love how they've utilized the bass the bass line in there and um because obviously that definitely gives it its like funk flavor because funk is so so focused on you know your really really awesome like plucky sort of bass lines and mm. things like that which is really really cool but yeah overall i think it's a really really great song vocals are fabulous um i really can't fault it to be fairly honest with you yeah and i think it's such a good song to just put on and you instantly groove to it mm. you instantly i feel like you get in a good mood because it's not like this uplifting song but no. it's so groovy that you just can't help yourself but just like bob along and just like yeah, yeah this is cool <laughs> and they're really good live i saw them at laneway last year i think and a lot a lot of their stuff is very like this sort of very um bass driven very funk infused and it's just so easy to just enjoy it for what it is yeah i think i think i'm glad that i sort of stumbled upon their music because i feel like they're probably an artist that I would like yeah. listen to on a regular basis. So if you have any recommendations for other good Cosmos Midnight songs that I should definitely listen to, let me know. Give yes. us a DM, chuck us a comment, all the rest of it. I love to hear your favourite Cosmos Midnight songs. But um, yeah, so that is my Under a Rock. Um, it is Yesteryear by Cosmos Midnight. And we will move into Caught My Ear now, our final segment. So I'll kick us off with mine. And this is definitely a huge pace change. Yes. So, like, strap him. Um, so, this this song that I've chosen, I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, just yet, because I'm going to give you some context. Yes. I so, think that's a good idea. 
I, <laughs> I think you all need to be prepared. <laughs> um, so this song, um, it's very, very timely mm-hmm. at the moment with everything that's going on. It's not a caught my ear in the sense of what we normally sort of produce for this segment. Um, normally, you know, we'll have like a really cool like production thing or like some weird vocal riff that mm. is like, oh, that caught my ear. That's why I'm putting it in this segment. But this song... The thing that, like, stopped me sort of in my tracks was the lyricism. So the song is called If I Have a Son by Ruth B. So Ruth B, um, if you don't know who she is, she's like an African-American artist. She's sort of been getting a lot of um, traction, like, because she had this, like, really, really popular song called Lost Boy. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of, like, all about, um, she does, a lot, like, a lot of um, metaphors with, um, like Peter Pan mm-hmm. and like a lost boy from Neverland, that type of thing. So that was like probably a song that like skyrocketed her career. Cause I think she did start out on YouTube if, if my memory serves me correctly. Mm-hmm. But this song is like so, so beautiful and so sad. And yeah, so it's basically just like this piano ballad. And the gist is like, you know, if I have a son, I'll teach him to be brave um, because of, you know, all of the, it's sort of talking about like racial injustice and that, um, one of the lines in there is that like, um, that they're not going to be as friendly mm-hmm. to you. Um, you know, like talking to her son or her daughter, um, and that the world isn't as, you know, set up for <laughs> people of, um, people of color and that sort of thing. And it is so, so beautiful. And Ruth's voice is phenomenal she has an incredible voice she's got this amazing delicacy and like fragility when she sings and you can just like hear every single emotion that she's trying to portray like in every single note and all of her gorgeous riffs just like float over over you when she sings and it's beautiful and there's this one particular part in the song it's sort of like this like bridge breakdowny type thing and it and it comes down really really soft so basically like it's just piano and vocals this song is literally that's all it is it's so simple and when it gets to this part she like sings really really softly it's almost a whisper and it just sort of like you don't move Mm. well I didn't I was just sort of like holding my breath while she was singing and it's just yeah just the emotions that this song brings up is just yeah I just can't describe it yeah It's so, it's just such a powerful song, and I think that everyone should listen to this song and really just take in the message that it's trying to tell, because, yeah, it is so simple, but that's what I think is its greatest strength, is that it is just a piano ballad, but her voice just shines, like, the message shines through her voice, not just in its words, but the way that she's singing the words, and I think that is yeah like that's why this song is so good because you just listen and hang on to every single word and you can really just understand where she's coming from and for me I'm just I'm absolutely floored by her voice just it's got this vulnerability to it that you just you know you can just feel the aching and you can feel how hurt and just how you know painful this is for her and yeah, I'm absolutely floored. I think, I think too, is like, it's, yeah, like, with its simplicity, it's also, 
not in regards to like the instrumentation of it, but also in the way that she's talking about the subject that mm-hmm. she's talking about. It's like in the verses, I think she talks about you know, like I don't I don't want to have to pray every time you leave, and I want you to like if you go to get an ice cream from the corner store, like I don't want to you know, be scared the whole time you're away and, like, pray that you come home safe. Like, it's just, like, simple things like that mm-hmm. that sort of just, like, really hit home for someone who doesn't have those experiences. And I'll be the first one to say that I have no idea, yes. like, where, you know, people of colour are coming from in those, like, you know, microaggressions and all the rest of it. And I understand that privilege, but I just yeah it's honestly this song like you said everyone should listen to it because it really does paint like this picture that I think you can't really get with just words and I Mm. think that's just the beauty of music is you can understand like so much more from like you know music and and all of the rest of you know all all of it I'm just like speechless I'm rambling at this point but honestly Please listen to this song because it's beautiful Please. and Ruth B's voice is amazing and I love her so much. So <laughs> it is If I Have a Son by Ruth B. That is my caught my ear. Vivian, we'll move on <laughs> before I start like crying about this song. Uh, yes. So my caught my ear this week is Bodysuit by Benoffi. Um, I love the fact that that's her name. I just That's so cool to me. <laughs> um, she's an Australian artist, which is also really cool. Um, but this song, I think, is actually from one of uh her first ep or something like that it's it's quite a few years old but it came up on my discover weekly and um what i just what i really love about this song is that it's a very sort of slow song but it's so groovy and it's got this such like a interesting sort of production to it where there's not a lot going on in terms of it like there's just these really cool electronic elements in it but I think, again, with this song in particular, her, the focus is on her voice. And she's got this really cool voice, I think. Mm. Um, and that doesn't really... Because in the verses, it is sort of toned down and it's very sort of soft. You don't really hear just how far her voice can go. But when the chorus comes in, it's a whole other story. And it's so vibey. It's so cool to groove to. And yeah, like, I just... I'd be so keen to check out her other stuff because I've heard... I think she released an album at the beginning of this year, which I'd be really keen to, to listen to. But yeah, I just, I really just love how, I guess, how just like a slow burn this song kind of is. Yeah, yeah I was super, super impressed by this song. Mm. It was so awesome to listen to. And I think, yeah, her voice is incredible. I think, yeah, the use of the production in this song is really, really awesome. And yeah, I, I cannot fault this song. I think it's fabulous Mm. i really really enjoy listening to it yeah and it's just like it's just such a interesting like the way she sort of sings the words you can also hear um, her australian accent come through (laughs) in the verses which is we always talk about how much we love that but um but yeah so that's my caught my ear for this week bodysuit by benoffi and that brings us to the end of this week's episode thank you so much for listening if you got this far 
You can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast fix. You can follow us on all of our social media channels at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Caught My Ear Pod. And you can send us your recommendations yes. there. You can let us know what you thought about our songs. You can recommend new ones for us. Like, we love hearing all of your thoughts about everything that we talk about. If you have any have anything that you're listening to at the moment, we'd love to hear about it. Please, please let us know. And let us know what you think about the songs that we chatted about this week. Really keen to hear your thoughts. So you can join us on Monday for a brand new episode. Bye, guys. Bye.